Hey, Awakening Podcast listeners, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit even from your the podcast right from your phone or your computer. Your choice. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. This is The Awakening Podcast with your host, Michael Kabiski. Hey friends, this is Michael Kabiski. Thank you for joining us here on The Awakening Podcast. This is our second episode. Yes, our second episode that we've ever had. I just want to say thank you. Once again, for listening to our very first episode that we just had on last week. I'm going to try to get this weekly um, podcast going on here. If not weekly, bi-weekly. But yeah, I just want to start off by by doing a prayer. By praying for this time. This time of learning. This time of, um, yeah, just of this podcast, and um, just want to pray for God's Holy Spirit to come and to work in me, and that the Holy Spirit will work in you over the airwaves, that the Holy Spirit would ascend through the airwaves of you listening to this, whatever you're listening where when and wherever you're listening to this podcast at, maybe in your car, maybe you're an essential employee and you're listening to this car, maybe you're quarantined at home during this time right now, um, wherever, but God can meet with you wherever you're at right now. And I just want to pray to open this podcast. Lord, I thank you for everyone who is listening to this podcast right now, God. I pray that you would pour out your spirit, God, upon me, God, as I preach the word, Father God, as I teach the word to people, Father God, here listening to this podcast, God. You've created this, God, not just for me to do, but do, but for your word to go out there from here in Tacoma, Washington, to the nations, Father God. And I pray that people have an ear and a heart to listen to the words, God, that you give me, Father God. This, These are not my words, God, necessarily, that you are here to give me, Father God, Father God but you're here to give the people, Father God, the people that are listening to this podcast, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We praise you, Father God. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. God, thank you for what you have done, Father God, in the past, in this nation, Father God. Thank you for what you are doing, Father God, right now, at this very moment, Father God. 
People are coming closer to you. People are coming to you, God. And we thank you for what you're going to do, Father God, and what you're about to do, Father God, because this is more than our eyes and our minds and our hearts could ever imagine, Father God. You are about to do something new, God, because you are on the move. And God, we know that there is something great. Greater things are yet to come. Greater things are yet to come for God, for here for this nation and here for the world, Father God. We praise you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hey friends, I want to talk to you today about being a person who is a Christian and a person who is a believing believer. I believe that a lot of Christians, you know, they grow up in the church, but they never grow in Christ they know hymns, they know the Bible, but they don't know him. They have never had that relationship with him. They've never experienced the Holy Spirit for who he is. You know, many go through the rituals and the motions and they don't really know God. And they've never had an encounter with him. They've known about him. They've known his words. They've known Stuff like that. But they've never had a personal relationship with God. And I believe that today, especially during this time of pandemic, of coronavirus, they are thirsting for God. They're thirsting for God. Maybe you're, maybe you are one of those persons who just know stuff about God. You've been raised in church all your life and you just know about God. You don't really never had a relationship with him. And maybe you're just kind of going through the emotions right now. You're just kind of, in a way, you're upset that you are not back to church, that church is going meeting online and everything. And you're just watching the church just to watch the church but you don't have that relationship with God but you know what you can have that relationship with God you can have an encounter with the whole Holy Spirit and that's what a lot of Christians have never had they've never had a true encounter with the Holy Spirit they've They've relied on the milk of Christianity. They've relied on the milk of Christianity and the church to grow them spiritually. And they leave from church to church because they're not getting fed. They feel like they're not getting fed spiritually. Because the church is not the one who... Because they feel that the church is the one who is supposed to be feeding them but they're actually supposed to be feeding themselves. They're not getting the nourishment that they, that, that they want. They never grow in Christ. They never grow in him. They expect the church to feed them, and that's not how it's supposed to work. And so they're like a plant that's withering. They're withering in the wind, and they... They're, they're thirsty. 
they're like a a plant that hasn't got watered for days and days and they're thirsting for God um Psalms 63 I want to read this to you this is in the TPT the passion translation this is um King's David's song when he was exalted in the Judean wilderness. And I want to add something before I read it. You know, they um, there are a lot of Christians that, you know, they pour out their heart to God. You know, God, come. God, I, um, I'm pouring out my heart to you. But they've never had that personal relationship with him, really. They haven't, and they're, they're thirsting after God. God, come and fill me. But you know what? Um, I'll read this to you. Verse 1 of Psalm 63. Oh God of my life, I am lovesick for you in this weary wilderness. I thirst with the deepest longings to, to love you more and more with cravings in my heart that can't be described. Such yearning grips my soul for you, my God. I am energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek you more of your power and drink more of your glory. For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. Than life itself. How I love you, love and praise you, God. Daily I worship you passionately with all of my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I overflow with praise when I come before you. For the anointing of your presence satisfy me like nothing else. You're such a rich banquet, a pleasure to my soul. I lie awake each night thinking of you, reflecting on how you help me like a father. I sing through the night under your splendor shadow, offering up to my, offering up to you my songs of delight and joy. With passion I pursue, pursue and cling to you, because I felt your grip on my life. I keep my soul close to your heart. Those who plot to destroy me shall be descended into the darkness of hell. They will be consumed by their own evil and become nothing more than dust under our feet. These liars will be silenced forever. But the anointing of a king, I will dance and rejoice along with all of his lovers who trust in him. And you know what? I I want to... Go into this a little bit more. It's um, I'll go into this verse from um, it was John four fourteen. It was Jesus talking to the uh, talking to the Samaritan woman that was at the well. This was the woman at the well, and um, the uh, woman basically didn't think that um, she could give Jesus water because she was um, 
because she wasn't a uh, Samaritan, or she was a Samaritan, and Jesus wasn't. But John, um, Jesus replied to her, Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. So he was talking about the natural water. And um, then it goes on, verse 14. But those who drink the water I give never will be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Mm. And that's so powerful. That's that's what we need as believers. We need to to not thirst after God. We need to drink of God. We need to drink of the living water. And we will never thirst again. We will never, <laughs> yeah, we will never thirst again. We will never have to thirst after God anymore. That is where we get this, that is where we get this, mm, that is where we get this touch from God, from the Holy Spirit. He's talking about His Holy Spirit. We need to stop longing after his Holy Spirit. And we need to drink of the living water. Have, and that will give us an encounter with God. Because right now, a lot of us, a lot of Christians are just so empty and dry inside. Going through the emotions going through the routine of just going church after church after Sunday after Sunday. And like I was saying, they're like a plant that is withering and they're, they're expecting the church to, to, get, to feed them. They're, they're expecting the church to, to water them and they, uh, they're not getting a drink of this living water. So eventually what's going to happen someday, they're going to be listening to the left. They're going to be listening to the right. And they're, they're just going to eventually wither up and die. Wither up and die. And that's what happens, unfortunately, a lot in the church. There are a lot of people, especially I, I used to, being a youth ministry, I've grown up in the church all my life. I was in, I was in the youth ministry, um, and I've seen a lot of, nowadays, I've seen a lot of people that I know. They were looking to the left, they were looking to the right, and they've, they were like that plant, and they withered, they've spiritually withered up and died. And they they never grew again in Christ. They were expecting the church to to feed them, to water them. And so they they just withered. And that's sad. And that's sad. And 
I grew up, so like I was saying, I grew up in the church. I was, I was this way in a way. I expected the church to teach me. I never had that personal relationship with God. I never was a believing believer. I trusted in in man. I trusted in the church that I'm more than I trusted in God. And especially like right now, well back in night back in 2007 I was in a trial myself kind of like what we are in today but today um but it's it's different than what what happened back in 2005 I was in a I was in a storm I was in a storm where I was separated from my wife from my wife for like 4 months I had tons of things going on. Oh man, I had fourth degree degree assault charges against me, a no contact order, my lights were turned off, I could barely pay my rent, I had to have my friends move in and do my place to afford the to afford the, the place we I was living in. I lived with my mom, I lived with in my mom and dad. I um just it was it was a nightmare it was one of the worst times of my life and i was living in that storm but i but you know what what i had to do during that time i had to come before god and tell him that i needed him that i needed him and i trust him and i had to become a believing believer I had to get close to him more than I have ever had before. I had to come to the moment to realize that I could not do it on my own. I couldn't look at the church to feed me, to 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 uh, personally to where I could be. I had to grow in Christ during that time. I had to grow and. I really had to grow in that time with Christ. I had to fall to my knees. I fell to my knees and I had to worship him. I had to experience God for who he truly is during that time. And that time, it it grew my relationship with God more than ever and that was my personal awakening. That was my personal waking to realize that no, no, it's it's not about the church. It's not about them feeding me. It's about me getting a taste of that living water, to drink of his living water, and I will never thirst again. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, 
if you have never had an encounter with God, if you have if you've been just depending on the church to feed you, depending on the church and the pastor to spiritually grow you, it is time that you wake up. It is time that you ask God, God, Holy Spirit, come. I need a fresh touch of you. I need a spiritual awakening in my heart. Holy Spirit, come and fill my heart. I want to I want a taste and a drink of the living water so that I will never thirst again. I want to know you more. I want to seek your face like the song says. I want to grow in you. I'm tired of playing games. I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of expecting the pastor to feed me and I need you, Lord. I need you right now in this very moment. During this time of uncertainty of this pandemic that is going on around me, Lord, I need you. God, I put my hope and I put my trust in you, God. In you and you alone. I don't put my trust in man. I don't put my trust in the church, but I need to I put my trust in you, God. I believe that during this time that God is calling people back to him. I believe that the great harvest is coming. The great har- harvest is here. And it's time for us It's time for us to stop looking at man and worshiping man. It's time for us to stop going through the religious rituals and the the motions. It's time that we stop playing Christianese and get to know him and grow in Christ. In this time, we need to have unshakable faith. This is uh, Psalm 62. I'm going to go to this. This is before Psalm 63 that I read to you. This is uh, the pure and shining one. Um, This is also from the TPT. King David's Melanie to Love's Celebration. I stand silently to listen for the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for the Lord God to rescue me. For God alone has become my Savior. That's what we need to do. We need God to become our Savior. He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. For He is my champion defender. There's no one, there's no risk of failure with God. So why should I let worry paralyze me? Hmm? Why should we let the worry of this pandemic, of this coronavirus, paralyze us? Even when troubles multiply around me. But look at those who want me dead, shouting their vicious threats at me. The moment they discover my weakness, they will begin plotting to take me down. 
liars, hypocrites, with nothing good to say. All of their energies are spent on moving me from this exalted place. I am standing in absolute stillness, silence before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior, and he will not fail me. God will not fail you, my friends, during this time. Definitely not. For he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. There is no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me, even when my troubles multiply around me? God's glory is all around me. His wrapped around presence is all I need. For the Lord is my Savior, my hero, and my living, living, life-giving strength. Join me, everyone. Trust in God every moment. Tell Him your troubles and pour out your heart longings to Him. Believe me when I tell you He will help you. Before God, all the people of the earth, high or low, are like smoke that disappears, like a vapor that quickly vanishes away. Compared to God, they are nothing but vanity, nothing at all. The wealth of the world is nothing to God. So if your wealth increases, don't be boastful or don't put your trust in money. Or put, don't be boastful or put your trust in money. And don't think for a moment that you can get away from stealing by overcharging others just to get more for yourself. God said to me once and for all, all the strength and the power you need flows through me. And again, I heard it clearly said, all the love you need is found in me. And that is true. You repay people for what they do. That's good. We need, especially this time, we need unshakable faith. It's time that we run to Father God. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, Jesus just is our Savior, our healer. But you know what? God loves you. God calls you his son. He calls you his daughter. And he wants you to come to him. He doesn't want you just to know him, know about him. He wants to have a relationship with you. He is Father God. He is a good, good father. He loves you for who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter at all. He loves you. He he wants you. He wants you to have that relationship with him. You know what? You don't have to clean yourself off yourself off to come to God. God, you know what? You need to come to God. And he will clean you off. He loves you. 
He loves you so much. He is a good, good father. It's time to encounter him for who he is. It's time that we start growing in Christ. It's time that we stop depending on the church, on the pastor to spiritually feed us, but that we get a drink and a taste of the living water. We get an encounter of the Holy Spirit. We stop putting the Holy Spirit in a closet and locking him up and let him loose and let him have his way in our life. And we get in an encounter of him like we've never had before. And we experience, experience God for who he truly is. Yes, that's what we need to do. We need to stop playing church and we need to become the church. Because the church is not a building. The church is people. The church is us. We need to become that believing believer. Yeah, we do. We do. Especially during this time. We need to put our trust and our hope in God. Because mm. friends, like I've said it before. There is a time that is coming, which is a spiritual awakening, a great awakening from here, from 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 here to the to the nations across this world. A third great awakening is at hand, and it's not about it's not about church. It's not about going through the emotions. It's about us spiritually awakening to him. It's about people coming to Christ. It's about this nation bowing and all around the world bowing to him. Because the Bible says every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And it's time that we get an awakening, a spiritual awakening, and an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I believe that's going to happen. It's time that we become believing believers. We put Christianity, we put churchianity away from us. We put the religious stuff away from us, and we get an encounter, and we. Focus our eyes on Him. We focus our eyes on God. Especially during this moment. I believe that God has slowed us down for a purpose right now. In this very moment. And that purpose is for us to wake up spiritually. For us to focus, to slow us down, to get to know him more and more. I believe he's doing a work in you. He's doing a work in me. It's time we just 
Focus. Focus on Him. Focus on everything that He's done for us. It's time that we get closer to Him. It's time that we trust Him. Do you trust Him, my friend? Do you trust Him? It's coming. Awakening is coming. Lord, I thank you for my friends that have listened to this podcast. Lord, I pray that they become believing believers, Father God. God, I pray that wherever they're at, Father God, they say, Lord, I am done with playing church. I'm done with just knowing things about you. I'm done with churchianity. I just want an encounter with you, Lord. I want an encounter with you. Lord, send your Holy Spirit to me. I want to know you more, God. I want to never have to thirst for you, Father God. Lord, fill me up. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit, Father God. Fill me up so I never thirst. So I never have to thirst again. So my soul will be satisfied. Lord, fill me with your presence. Fill me with your peace. Fill me with your joy, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. God, I pray that, that these people are listening, God, that they will that they will mean this, Father God, that they will say this, God, that they will pray this to you, Father God. God, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for this time, Father God, even though I don't like it, Father God. Our our souls don't like it. Our 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 mind doesn't like it, Father God. We don't necessarily like this time that we're in, but God, but you have slowed us down for a purpose. God, and, and I thank you, Father God. I thank you for it, Father God. He said, if my people will turn from their evil and wicked ways, that I would heal their, that I will hear from heaven and heal their land, Father God. God, I believe that this is the time that you are. You are going to heal our land, Father God. God, and I pray that that we as a nation, that we as a country, that we as a world, we hear, we will repent, God, and we will, especially during this time, Father God, and we will see you Heal this land, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray for my friends out there, Lord, God, that they would come to you closer, Father God. 
that they would come to know you, Father God, for who you truly are. God, because you truly are a good, good Father. And you love them, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless them, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You have been listening to The Awakening Podcast. Have a blessed day. You are loved.